It's Wednesday. Back. back at it again. Episode 10 already? Man, where does time go? I don't know. I mean, they've oh. spent the entire season so far in this one place. I'm hoping they get out soon. Yeah, they literally haven't actually done anything this season. Yeah. They haven't done anything. <laughs> just right, just but... pain. <laughs> Exactly. But with that being said, so uh, let's just jump right into it. What was, uh, how about you think? Oh, man, I don't even know what to think. I feel like we got a lot of information, but yeah, still not that much happened at all. I don't know. I feel like, yeah, with like Ryuzu, if that was her name, and then Garfield, we got some more info about them and about the sanctuary in general, but yeah, maybe maybe now we're getting to the part where he like gets gets through this life and this loop. Yeah, I'm ready for this arc to be over. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, no, I, this I, is yeah. probably the longest arc we've had so far, right? Yeah, unnecessarily so. Like I, so far they've done nothing really to like make me think that it was worth my time. But hopefully, you know, everything comes together in the end. And then the thing that he whispered to Garfield quietly, like the Ryuzu, reusing her body, whatever, it can, uh, all that comes together in the end. It makes it worth it. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they could have cut out one or two of those lives towards the beginning where, like, nothing really happened. I don't know. Yes, I agree. I agree. But yeah, I mean, I wrote down a lot, but I don't really have much to say. Yeah, I, I don't know either. Like I keep saying, nothing is really happening. Yeah. I mean, I think I think when we go over it, well, maybe, you know, some things will scream out, but really nothing screams out this episode, I guess. Except for... I, I guess the one part where Echidna's trying to get immortality by creating or by shoving her soul into this body, but the body's too small. So like now the uh, Satella is trying to do the same thing with uh, Amelia or something. So I guess maybe the main plot line has been established. Yeah. And I guess it also just makes Echidna seem a little bit more suspicious. Like, I know she's been super nice to Subaru whenever he goes to her graveyard and her tea parties, but now we might think, hey, maybe that was she had some sort of a ulterior motive there. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. My my biggest question of the episode though, how did how did this dude kill himself when he was inside of Satella's shadow? Like, he, he stabbed himself seemingly with the handkerchief, but it didn't really make sense to me. What about you? Right, right. Yeah, I mean, because that, that, that was another interesting interplay, because you would think that once Satella, the person behind the whole rebirth magic appears, then it wouldn't really work anymore, or, like, she would prevent it from working. Or she wouldn't be affected by, mm-hmm. you know, the rebirth cycles. But it seems like she is because the very next time he gets rebirthed, she doesn't come immediately. It seems like her memories are reset too, even though that was her power that she gave him. So, 
I thought that was interesting right. and unexpected, yeah. to be honest. Right. Yeah. Well, like what I thought was originally going to happen was that he was going to want the handkerchief bad enough because wanting something or wanting to know something was like the prerequisite to get into the graveyard. And I thought that would like teleport him from whatever the shadow was into the graveyard again. And then he'd use that as his escape, but he ended up just, I don't know, stabbing himself with it. Still, yeah, didn't make sense how that happened, but it happened. Yeah, no, I think your theory would have made perfect sense too. Like, I would not have been surprised if that had happened because they did hint at, you know, her echidna somehow helping him through the handkerchief. So, yeah, I mean, that was a good point. Yeah. So interesting stuff. Yeah. Anything else that uh, stuck out from this episode? I'm trying to trying to like quickly scan through this. Um, just that Garfield's also an apostle of greed. Right. I thought that was an interesting point. Like, we know that he, or we now know that he took the trial. I guess we don't actually know if he passed it. But he's been to the graveyard in Satella's um, tea party. So we know that much, at least. Yes, yes. Yeah, so that's that's interesting. So I guess, yeah, I mean, Garfield, probably the most mysterious character now, now that we figured out Ryuzu's background and that she's just bound contractually to Ikeda and all of her apostles. But Garfield's still somewhat of a mystery especially with what Subaru ended up whispering to him. So. Right. And, and what did, what did he whisper when, when that scene happened? I thought he whispered something. I would, I assume he whispered something about a kidnap, but I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I assume the same thing. Like you're an apostle too, or I don't know. Remember that one part something where like, like Rizu, remember that one part where Ryuzu was t- asking, uh, was telling Subaru that Garfield was an apostle and that something about, like, you wouldn't go see his lover or whatever. And then, did you catch that part? I, <laughs> yeah. so I, was, I was confused. Who was Garfield's lover? I thought Garfield's lover was Ram. I think Ryuzu was calling Garfield's lover Echidna. Like, Subaru is being the home wrecker in that situation by going to see Echidna. Because Garfield thinks Echidna is his lover. Again, thinks being the key word there. Oh, okay. Keyword. Okay, I got you. I got you. That, that would make sense. Yeah, I think it was more of like a, a joke kind of thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see. Anything else? Um, hmm. Oh, I thought one last interesting part was when... Um, What's her name? Satella, like her hood finally came off, and then she was crying. That part, I thought it was. Um, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, and then she looks exactly like Amelia, of course. Right, and then, with the which white we, hair. we kind of already knew. Right, we kind of already knew, but now it was really like hammered home. Like, oh shoot, they really do look exactly the same. And then, yeah, he even said something like, "I'll save you." right before yeah. he stabbed himself or right after he stabbed himself that was very confusing so he's gonna save her 
I, I don't know. I, I, I kind of thought that he was like blacking out and was thinking that that was Amelia herself and he was going to save Amelia, or that's what he was saying at least. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's like, but, I guess that's the best reason I can think of too. I just, otherwise, otherwise, like, what would he, what, Was that his hand though, like the bloody right. hand that reached out and like painted her face? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like he stabs himself. His hand is now bloody, and then he reaches out to grab her. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, now now like once he w- woke up again, now he's pretty like spooked out and kind of can't stop. Um, or can't get Satella out of his mind now every time he sees Amelia. Interesting. Cool, cool. And then one last thing that I thought was interesting, so when Garfield saved him and then they were running through that forest and then he was like, wait, the shadows already got Ram and the old lady and uh, everyone else? And then he's like, damn, why now of all times? So I thought that meant that he thought that because the witch was here, his rebirth power wouldn't work and he couldn't just kill himself to get out of it. But then, ultimately, he kills himself in the shadows anyways. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really know what that line meant. But yeah, what you said makes sense. I wonder if he just had no choice Hmm. or something. But yeah. Right. Anyways. Yeah, yeah but that's a good segue else. into our episode recap. Yeah. True, yeah, true. Not okay. much happened at the beginning besides them running away. Yeah. The first thing I thought when I saw Ryuzu like, having multiple copies of herself was like, oh, dang, maybe she has something to do with the great rabbit, right? Like, oh. that's the only other thing we've seen in the show that has, like, infinite multiplying and like they're all kind of sharing one consciousness even right. if they're like each individual body's a shell um but turns out wasn't really the case that we know yeah. of at least but it makes um, sense that, so, that maybe, they were yeah, made we'll by see. the yeah it makes sense that they were made by a witch as well because the gray rev was also made by a witch right right hmm yeah. Anything else happened before Subaru stabbed himself? Uh, oh, yeah. And then he just saw some images of, you know, flashbacks, visions, stuff like that. You know, the usual. And then somehow right. he was able yeah. to discern from that mess of, you know, conscious, the <laughs> location of that place. It made no like, sense. Wow. Yeah, like we didn't see it. No sense. Anyways. Yeah, but that was the same place, right? That he that he was locked up in earlier, a couple episodes ago. The one where Garfield locked him locked him up. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. Maybe. Like the exterior looked the same to me. Okay, yeah, it's possible. I guess, but I guess we may or may not yeah. find out. Oh, and then one other thing that happens is like he. The witch says, I love you, but then he's like, my first I love you made me feel like I could change myself. And my second one, blah, 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 I forgot what he said. And then yours is just worthless. Get out of here. There's already 
the number one and number two spots are already filled up. There's yeah. no space for you here. Who said it first? Pretty sure it was Ram, um, right? Ram. Ram, yeah. I don't think and, it was... Yeah, player. I don't think Amelia actually said it, but maybe so he just was assuming she did, or it was kind of implied. Okay, yeah. I, th- I think that would make more sense. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, poor Satella. I feel bad for her. Yeah, SMH. Yeah, and then she changed from I love you to love me before, uh-huh. like, at the very end there. Yes, and then he was engulfed, and yeah, then things not... happened, and then he stabbed himself. And then Satella cried, and then he said, I'm going to save you. Great. Nice. Yeah, then he wakes up. Again, back in the cellar, right after the first trial. We'll we'll never make it out of this time loop at this rate. But <sighs> yeah, then he gets roasted by by Ram again, which is which is always good. <laughs> yes, and then flash forward to another scene where she asks for ten favors to one, uh, installing Garfield, and she ultimately doesn't even end up stalling him because he catches her. Yeah, useless. Yeah, that happens. And then he goes and uses his conscious memories to visit that one place. And Ryu's just like, wow, good job finding this place in half a day. And then they explain everything. Finally, yeah. Yeah, so like, what, what was her explanation? Like, basically echidna wanted to transfer her own soul into like other copies of the body just so she can essentially live forever but mm-hmm. it was more or less a failure her soul couldn't transfer over but the crystal is still making its copies and stuff like that so um yeah that's why there's so many copies of ryuzu yeah i thought i thought that um I thought for a second that they were going to say that every time a new body is created, some of Echidna's personality gets lost and, like, you know, bits and pieces of it get transferred. I was like, oh, that'd be pretty cool. And mm-hmm. then it didn't happen. So we're, we're here. <laughs> yeah, they're just all their own people. Yeah. Which is interesting. And then, like, you saw the suicide bomber attack by them earlier in the episode where they kind of just, like, blow up in a puff of smoke. It's, uh, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, low-key, low-key, cool ability. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, we yeah, find but out then that we learn that the old, the oldest one is like 400 years old. So yes, yes. that's how long ago the sanctuary was even made. Too long. And then, yeah, I know, seriously. And then apparently there is some sort of contract between Echidna's apostles and all these copies of Ryuzu that they can control them, command them however they want. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, the contract says that they have to basically obey whatever Subaru and Garfield say. Yeah, which is interesting because um, I'm wondering if there's like a sort of drawback to this because so far it seems like there's only a benefit, but who knows? Right. But yeah. Right. I feel like this contract also ties into Beatrice. Like 
We know that she's under a contract, but we don't know what the details are. But we know that somehow it involves Roswell. So if we extrapolate into thinking that every major contract involves a wish, then who knows? Maybe Roswell has some association with a witch. Yeah, maybe Betty herself is the witch. You know, possible, very possible. Maybe, maybe we'll find out next episode. Yeah, skipping to the end, real quick, just while we're talking about Betty, she did look happier to see Subaru this time, and she was like, "Ah, you're back," and then finally I'll be free from this contract, but it has to be with you. But yeah, she she looks happier and not like. The last time we saw her when she was more like antagonistic against Subaru. Right. I wonder. And I, th- I feel like last time she was more antagonistic because um, what's her name was already there. Elza. Mm. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And then one other, th- yeah. other thing she kept saying was that she kept saying that it was ironic that it was him. And I do not know why it is ironic. But <laughs> yeah. What about. Like, is it Subaru himself that's ironic in this in this situation? I didn't really know either. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe they go back further, or maybe it's it's ironic because he's the apostle of greed, or that he has the sloth factor, or whatever. Or, yeah, I mean, we'll have to see. We can just keep speculating to no end. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, maybe Subaru is going to slowly accumulate all these different, like, sins until he has all of them, and then he'll go head-to-head against Satella, who also has all of them. Yeah, possibly. I think it's crazy. Yeah, no, I I think that'd be cool. But yeah, I think it's crazy that, like, they introduced two of the sins in the first episode, and then we just never saw them again for nine episodes. <laughs> like they were in the title sequence and everything, and then now we just spent nine episodes in the sanctuary. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even get the title sequence this episode. Sad. <laughs> uh, okay. Meanwhile, let's just quickly finish this. So we learned that in order to become an apostle, you have to drink a part of the wish, whether it be her nail or her hair, and that Garfield also or did her it. bodily fluid. Exactly. It's like her sweat. Mm. That's the only Mm. bodily fluid we're talking about here. (laughs) Okay, anyways, so um, (laughs) yeah, let's keep let's keep going on. So they yeah, user briefly mentions that, you know, every one of them has a different name and different hobbies just to somehow carve out their niche in life because they're all so similar. Right, yeah, I was like, dang, that's Loki sad. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah. But yeah, after that scene, uh, yeah, what happened after that? I, I think, oh yeah, he was walking outside, runs into Amelia, and, and it's like, oh, you scared me. And she's like, oh, that's kind of rude. And, and then this is my favorite scene of the episode. He was like, ah, Amelia, you look just like a fairy. And she's like, wow. Don't insult me like that. She's like, and then what does Zebra say? It's supposed to be a compliment. And then she's all like, well, they're an evil spirit. So, and then classic line um, gets butchered by the cultural difference once again. 
Yeah, that was a good, that was a good scene. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, for yeah, some reason that but... scene that scene looked really ominous to me. I don't know. Like they had that white glowing light over Amelia, and then Zuru was just in like the dark, dark shadows. Yeah, and then when Subaru was talking, he was all like backlit too. But yeah, right. nothing ended up happening. Yeah. Oh, but then they did mention Puck again. Yeah, where is this dude? No one knows. Everybody misses him. And then Subaru mentions that he's a pinch hitter, which I thought was an interesting analogy. <laughs> All you baseball people. A backup out there. to Puck. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Makes a lot of sense. Of course, Amelia has no idea what that means. Yeah, because yeah, no, no baseball in this world. Okay, so that, yeah, that would be that was uh, that was pretty funny. I think I may have, may or may not have chuckled, and then the auto part comes, and I may or may not have also chuckled at that part. But yeah, I mean, Super's yeah. just being pretty rude, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> yeah, why is Auto friends with this dude? Subaru treats him like crap. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, dude, after all that they went through together, after he's he know knows that Otto would sacrifice his life for him, he just repeatedly insults him, and then it doesn't even throw in a JK. He's just like go to sleep. <laughs> no, I thought like when it zoomed in on Subaru at the very end when they were about to sleep, he was gonna say like thank you or something like at least under his breath but no didn't even do that he just like ah, well talk to you tomorrow and then he, yeah, leaves. And then, and then he sneaks out <laughs> he just lied to them at the very end dude's trash well and so that trash and so his trashness on full display here ties into the very end scene where he tells garfield Hey, on the contrary, you might think that I've not seen L and not been through pain. Well, actually, I have. I know pain, and I know hell, and I'm the only one that needs to know. So it's like, yeah, he's the only one that has to go through that. And people like Otto, he shows his affection for Otto by, by pushing him so far away that he would never follow him. Or something right yeah that's a good point yeah so then when yeah when garfield finally confronts subaru subaru's like well i i know i smell like the witch but why why are you stopping me now and not yesterday because you you'd assume that the smell is the same between days within this one life but yeah i, I don't know i don't think garfield even answered yeah, no, so that part's a mystery. Because he ended up, after he whispered something that we couldn't hear, Garfield was like, wait, you were testing me? Right, yeah. I hope I hope we get to find out eventually. It's like, we'll see. Same, same. Okay, and then we flash forward to when he arrives at the mansion, tells the maids to leave. Petra says, go on a date with me. And he says, okay. Yeah, he was like, or he was like, I'll be your first date. I thought she was going to say something funny like, oh, who said it'll be my first date? <laughs> I think she said Should have missed opportunity. Seriously. Missed missed one-liner. Indeed. 
All right, and then we see Beatrice, and she says what she says. She says ironic multiple times. And she says, finally, Yeah, three. so basically, Subaru wants to get yeah everyone out of the house, and then now he and Betty are going to team up to hopefully defeat Elsa, which right. is like... They, they tried this in the first episode or something, or in the second episode, who knows. But they take her on again. Hopefully they win this time. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see, because the last time ended up stabbed. Yeah, so it seems like there's two main things Subaru needs to do, or that needs to happen like in this lifetime. One being beating Elsa and like killing her, or at least fending her off and then two like back in the sanctuary getting through the trial right like right. Amelia still hasn't even gotten through the first trial so and we, we know Subaru like no one's gonna let him keep doing the second and third one and it has to be Amelia for whatever reason so yeah. that still needs to happen at some point too yeah I feel like my complaint about this arc is that they started so many things and there's so many different problems but none of them get resolved and like we're finally back at the mansion again for like the fifth fourth third time or something and then even though we're back here nothing else is fixed over on the other side like the trials are still going on the rabbit's coming now roswell is still injured or whatever i don't even know what he's doing the witches are now a presence satella herself might come down and yeah he just leaves to take care of the mansion. So, yeah, I mean, this I... This is the worst timeline. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I hope everything comes together, but I, I have a sneaking, sinking suspicion that, like, it's just going to be a bunch of random events. And I hope that's not the case. Right. Yeah. You know, like, the mansion could have been a separate timeline from the trials which could have been a separate timeline from, like, the witches. I don't know. But, yeah, maybe they'll just tie them all up together at once, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. All right, with that, I think that brings us to the end of the episode recap. Yeah, what was your favorite scene in this episode? Yeah, so I had to think about it a little, and then I remembered. But I think my favorite scene was when he, like, as soon as Garfield's like, what do you know about pain? And then he's like, ha actually. I, I thought that part was I thought that part was pretty good. So Yeah, like very serious of Subaru, which is a little bit unlike him. Yeah, exactly. And I, I feel like that also just like ties into real life and just, you know, before you are so quick to make a judgment on somebody to like, you know, consider that they might have their own circumstances. You know, in yep. particular with Black Panther, and like I, I didn't, I didn't see that video of him that he posted a few months before he died. The one where like he was looking noticeably skinny, and that people were calling him like Black Cracker or something, or like Black, or like yeah. Crack Panther or whatever, or like Meth Panther. Yeah. I forgot what they were saying. To this really rude stuff, and that turns out he has cancer. So, yeah. Right now, all those people feel like shit. Yeah, but I mean. Like lesson learned for them, hopefully. Like, there's no way you yeah. can't remember saying that. But also at the same time, I feel like the same people who could make those comments would just make those comments on a regular basis, and maybe they by that time they wouldn't even remember saying, "Hey, I was the one that said crack panther." 
or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Good point. Okay. Um, All right. What yeah. is that? Where does this bring us? It is now time for questions of the week, baby. <laughs> La preguntas del semana. Let's go. Vamos. De la semana? Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. What preguntas de la semana? Okay. Oh, man. I see you've been brushing up on your Spanish there. Dude, yeah. I mean, we actually have, like, now that we've been in the hospitals, like, there have been quite a few Spanish-speaking-only patients. And so it's nice to just, you know, be able to go in there and ask them, ¿Qué pasa, amigo? And then they'll be like, ¿Cómo estás? Oh. ¿Todo bien? No. So, yeah. see, no, see, see, no, no. I will say, like, interviewing <laughs> nice. a patient can be incredibly easy as long as you know what to say. Because as long as you only ask yes or no questions, you can understand what they're saying. And then you, as long as you know what you're saying, then it's fine. You're you're controlling the, the conversation there. Exactly. But as soon as they start launching into, like, a two-minute tirade on what's been going on with them, it's like, then it, then it's a no go. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, are you? Have you been digging through your mailbox? I'm currently opening my hotmail. Yeah i I think I have one on Facebook Messenger. Oh. Let's see here. Okay. Have you guys started looking at what you'll watch next season? I I assume. Um, ReZero will continue on to the next season, but are you going to consider picking up another show? That is a great question. What season are we in right now? I think um, we're going into the fall. So okay. we're in summer right now. Yeah, I just checked. Yes, we are in the summer right now. So fall 2020 anime. Let's see what there is. Okay, so there's Haikyuu Season 2. Oh, Very we'll nice. be watching that. Don't worry, <laughs> don't worry. Yeah, as for whether or not we'll be recording the podcast for that remains to be seen, but we will definitely be watching that. There's no less... I don't know if there's a whole lot of podcast material like, oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm a really good set. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think each podcast would maybe last like eight minutes at most. So you'd just be like, wow, the art was amazing. Animation, <laughs> stunning. There, yeah, There is place. no bless, but I'm not sure if that is podcast work. Mm. I've read it, though. It is pretty good. Good to know. There is, uh, didn't I say that there was like Shield Hero Season 2 or something? Yeah, but I don't think that's next season, though. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, there are some interesting ones that I have never heard of. I'm just going to take one uh, that I, I'm going to pick one that I think is interesting, and I'm going to read you the summary. All right. Okay. All right. So I think one that could be, oh, I have heard of this one before. It's called Jujutsu Kaisen. It's, um, okay. have you heard of that? It kind of um, looks horrific. I don't think so. Okay, yeah, seems maybe like a horror. Yeah, maybe watch the trailer. But it's uh, so the synopsis is: in a world where demons feed on unsuspecting humans, 
fragments of the legendary and feared demon blah 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 were lost and scattered. Should any demon consume this legendary demon's body parts, the power they gain could destroy the world. Fortunately, fortunately, there exists a mysterious school of sorcerers who exist to protect the existence of the living. And it's an hour main character is a high schooler who spends his days visiting his bedridden grandpa. He looks like your average teenager, but his immense physical strength is something to behold. Every sports club wants him to join, but he'd rather hang out with the school outcasts in the occult club. One day, the club managed to get their hands on a sealed, cursed object, but little do they know the terror they'll unleash when they break the seal. That sounds so bad. It's Okay, I will say that is the only one that I have heard of. But yes, uh, we'll see. All right, all right. I, I'm skeptical, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, like I said, we, I mean, like like our policy states, we we watch the first three episodes of whatever we end up choosing, and if we don't like it, then uh, we do not need to continue. <laughs> oh, there's another Thanks. one called Sports Climbing Girls, where it, the story is just about girl climbers. And they wear nice. very little clothes. Okay. Rock climbing, a, I'm assuming. That is a hard pass because we are working professionals. Right. Serious shows only. <clears throat> okay, I'll, I'll, I'll watch that on the side. Okay. You too? Great. <laughs> yeah, nice. so that's uh, that's how the slate looks like so far. What uh, You got any other ideas? I think the only other one I'll be watching is Higurashi. Did you see that one? So this is going to be a remake of like Higurashi aired a, a really long time ago. Maybe not really a long time ago, but like early 2000s, I think. And yeah, they're they're basically remaking the show. So we'll see. There's not much of a synopsis, but I I saw the old one and it's basically like mysterious things happen in this small town in rural Japan and it's like it, it's kind of um, like a loop like you die and then you kind of restart almost like ReZero a little Wait, bit. Wait, it's that dark? The the cover art looks so happy. Yeah, it, maybe that was a spoiler. But Ooh, yeah. Okay. It, it's right. actually a, a dark show even though it looks like uh, just some happy slice of life. It's definitely not. Dude, the, the English title is When They Cry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That, okay, yeah, I mean, I will join you on that. That looks uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, the original series aired, let's see, in 2006. So nice. 14 years, and now it's getting remade. So, yeah, okay. we'll see. I'm well, expecting if, good things. Yeah, no, I mean, if it's good enough, then you can go back and rewatch the the original and see what's different. Yeah, yeah. So potential podcasting option there because I, I bet there's a lot to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the art it makes me iffy, but I mean, if it's a remake and they remade it for a reason, so yeah. Right. Yeah, I think the art kind of is like a adds to the shock factor that sort of thing okay all right 
need a I need a mental break on Wednesdays, so I guess yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, maybe it'll be on Saturday, and then we could make it work. Yeah, well, whatever whatever we choose, we kind of have to just adjust the recording schedule to that day because otherwise, there's no point in putting out a reaction like five days late. So. Yeah, only only the fastest content for all you folks out there. <clears throat> yeah, all you like single digit folks. Okay, anyways, all right. Let me let me dig through my mailbag to see what questions I have. What you got? Um, let's see. So, if how do you think COVID has changed the world, and how has it changed? your own life this is from covid 68 hunter oh oh let's see i guess yeah aside from the like hundreds of thousands of deaths that there have been in the world so far um yeah I, i guess the world has definitely changed like just having sanitation in mind i think is something that's like at the top of my mind now every time i go outside like whether that's i'm at the gas station touching the gas pump i'm like immediately sanitizing my hands now anytime i touch anything that's outside of my like little apartment Mm -hmm. um so that's one one way like my my own sort of mindset has changed and just like yeah, generally keeping distance from people is still, especially people that you don't know, is still what I'm doing, um, which everyone should be doing probably. But yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like the world has changed for sure, forever, and yeah, who knows when it'll when it'll get back to normal and when you can start doing things like going to the bars or going to the movies or flying on airplanes every week, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, I, I just feel like also it just like makes it, you know, like a lot of things that, you know, were unwilling to move online kind of had to move online, but then after a while they may find that it works better online. And once it ends, they may never go back right. to in person. But I just thought something that was cool was that, you know, like, go with the whole hand-washing thing. Like, yeah, I agree. Like, before COVID, you know, like, I didn't even go to the gym. And sometimes I wouldn't wash my hands. It's disgusting now that <laughs> I think about it. But it's like, I, I feel like it's it's so interesting how, you know, we can read the history books and, like, learn from their mistakes and whatever. But uh, it's like, it's it's only until we go through something ourselves that we kind of really get it. And it's like, as well as I watched, I ended up watching like The Five Bloods with Chadwick Boseman mm-hmm. and like Spike Lee and whatever. Yeah. And it was, it was about like these five black war veterans of the Vietnam War who went, went back to Vietnam on vacation this time, uh, like 60, mm-hmm. uh, 40 years later after the Vietnam War. And then it's like the Vietnamese people there, you know, they paddled up to their tourist boat and they were selling them stuff and then the guys didn't want it and then they ultimately got cussed out and then he was like hey you killed my mom and dad in the war and then it's like those people still 
have to bear that hatred towards like other people. But like the next generation who didn't have to go through it personally, um, you know, it's like way different. Like, so, you know how like the Japanese historically did like a terrible thing to China or whatever. My parents still can't forget that. But it's like, for me, I'm like literally bringing Japanese anime into the household on a daily basis and they're just like well don't forget like the rape of nanjing or whatever and i'm like well that didn't happen to me and i don't really have any personal connections to that but it's like as as soon as covid's over and like the next wave starts to be born they'll be like why do we need to wash hands again and then because like they haven't they didn't go through it which is interesting but anyways yeah the youth the future youth will never know this exactly time exactly okay well yeah, that's the about... think about like how in the future we'll think we'll think back on this time and like oh remember when we were quarantined for a year straight and couldn't do anything uh but yeah, good times good times i will sir oh yeah i'll certainly look back at this moment fondly it's like yeah yeah for sure oh boy is it time for Top three, bottom one. I think so. I mean, we're nearing forty-four minutes on the on the podcast. Uh, that's that's when you know it's time. That's when you know. Nice. Oh man. Okay. I'll I'll start us off this time. <laughs> okay. Getting a call from her mom. No, 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 my mom just sent me a message saying my COVID. My COVID working payment just came in of about one thousand two hundred dollars. Let's go. Time to buy is a new there bike. Another stimulus check? No, 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 no. This is different. This is um, so when I was working at the COVID test site, the hourly it wasn't. Turns out it wasn't hourly rate of twenty dollars an hour. It was a daily rate of three hundred dollars an hour, which is ten times better. Because half of the days they made us go home at like two. So I'm just like sitting here nice. doing maybe five hours of work plus lunch included for three hundred bucks. So it was no surprise that the medical students were the ones that were fired first because they were too expensive. Pretty good deal. Yeah, not bad. And Pretty I got good like, deal. experience. So, yeah, good times. If you guys ever want to hear about what it's like to be a COVID tester, let me know. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, you can go ahead and get started. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll go worst one first um let's see today in the surprising turn of events i have echidna as the worst of the week yeah she she's been at the top for a long time but but no longer main reason was like the fact that she trapped reuse's original body in this crystal and made copies of her just so she can live forever and it didn't even work Kind of a kind of a dick move there. So not cool. Worst of the week. Right, let's see. Number three, I got Amelia. She didn't really do anything, but she she comforted Subaru um, at the beginning of once he restarted. She she seemed a little bit more optimistic this time around. I think Subaru mentioned it too, but like yeah, her will was not broken this time, so that's good. Um Number two, Ryuzu. I feel like, uh, I don't know, she didn't do all that much either, actually, but she gave us information, which is 
as a viewer is useful. So that's good. And it seems like she's helping out Subaru, probably only because she has to, but helping out Subaru nonetheless. And then number one, it's been a while since he's been at the top, but Subaru himself. I feel like he, he, yeah, crazy, crazy list today. I feel like, yeah, he, he, he seems extra motivated this time around. So yeah, I am optimistic that we'll, we'll get through this life on without dying again. Okay. Yeah. Solid. You'll, you'll, I think you'll find my list interesting because for the worst, I also put a kid that, I mean, yeah, that she didn't even appear, Ooh. but, but I, I agree with all of your reasons. I think her, you know, trapping her in the crystal was, yeah, was not a great look. And her knowing that Subaru would get killed, so she gave him like the knife in his handkerchief. Also, as sus move. Anyways, for number three, I put Petra. I thought you know it's nice. about time the girl asks the guy first. So long True. since the days of the nineteen eighties. It's twenty twenty, folks. Just uh, letting you know, <laughs> Bumble, you're shot. Doing it right, exactly, exactly. Let the guy with the light up keyboard note let my roommate know <laughs> anyways number two i ended up putting satella i thought her case was actually pretty tragic i mean mm-hmm. all she really wants to do is get with subaru and she gives him this great power to character develop to not die and when she finally gets to meet him in her shadowy embrace he tells her to fuck off and that I already have not one, but two lovers. And now she's crying. And and then he wipes her his blood on her face. What? Madness. In, indeed. Indeed. And number one, I ended up putting Subaru. Now now that I gave that whole justification, I'm kinda I'm kinda doubtful of this, but for some reason, <laughs> mid-episode I thought he was number one. I guess because he made that whole speech about him taking the burden all for himself and whatever, and I thought that was admirable of him i guess but yeah 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 it was a tough tough episode to rate imo but that is all yeah i was like who who was even in this episode is what (laughs) i was wondering as long as you had a line you're in top three even yeah man ram almost made the cut with her her single line this episode i mean she did save garfield true yeah ram has largely been a non-factor ever since i don't even know how long she's just been a non-factor ever since rem has been a non-factor too exactly okay well i mean decent episode definitely not the best but not the worst yeah, not the not the worst. I I can't. I I'd be hard pressed to even name an episode that is outright bad. <laughs> That's true. No bad episodes here. Yeah, but come on, ReZero. Let's uh, let's pick it up. Let's uh, let's do something. Yeah, moving into like the the end of the first half, and I feel like something always happens or. Something big usually happens around this time, right? Like you're halfway through the season, something big happens, and then it resets for the second half of the season. So 
hopefully that's the case here too, but yeah, we will see. Exactly. All right, hit us with the outro sing-along. All right, you got it. <laughs> All right, you can be the choir part. I'll be the electronic noises. Okay. Up and up and up.